You're listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Live Chat Sunday Show. My name is Jack McLean, I am your host, and each week I stream live at 6pm Australian Eastern Standard Time from our YouTube channel to provide a weekly update. I also stream live to our Instagram to answer any questions sent through to us during the week. And then at the very end, finish off with a power tip to help footballers gain a competitive edge for the upcoming football season. You might be thinking, how do I feature my question? It's very simple. You can email us at info at preparelikeapro.com or direct message us from any of your socials. I'll include the answers in the next PLP live chat show. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode and are hungry for more Aussie rules football knowledge, then our academy is for you. Our academy is designed for footballers and aspiring AFL strength and conditioning staff. Included is weekly coaching sessions, invites to our community of athletes and coaches, and complete free access to our high-performance education. And lastly, discounts on programs and merchandise. For more information, head to preparelikeapro.com slash academy. Let's get into today's episode. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Prepare Like a Pro Live Chat Sunday show. This week's key topic is all about Team Builder. I've used it across two AFL clubs, Hawthorne Football Club, where I was first introduced to the app and now currently at Melbourne Footy Club. And I've also used it in the private sector with Prepare Like a Pro. So we have online uh, athletes that are following our program remotely. We have football clubs where our interns are facilitating the programs. Uh, So we have over 450 athletes using our account and I've used it for the last three or four years. So if you're a strength and conditioning coach, stay tuned. I'm going to um, discuss the pros, the cons, uh, both in elite sport as well as uh, if you're running your own online business or coaching face-to-face business. So stick around. Um, it will be a key topic of the week, which I'll, I've been doing a power tip for athletes, footballers specifically, to improve your game. And every week now, now that we're getting a few strength initiating coaches reaching out and asking questions about either how to start up an online business or work in elite sport. So I thought I'll add a key topic around strength and conditioning uh, and uh, how I can help hopefully some coaches with, with that um, experience or either um, some things that have worked in, in my business from a uh, financial point of view. Welcome to the show. As I mentioned, my name is Jack McLean. I'll be your host. And on this episode, I'll update you on all things to happen for the upcoming week, such as announce this week's episodes, discuss the power tip, uh, which will all be around core core slash trunk development, how to keep your feet in contested positions and situations. And as I mentioned, the key topic is all about the pros and cons of Team Builder, the strength and conditioning software app. If you listen to the episode, please screenshot and um, post a tag on your Instagram story. We love to see our fans of the podcast. And um, not only that, we'll also share your account and give you a follow. So it's always good to connect with our followers. So if you're listening in the podcasting world, um, give us a screenshot and then post your screenshot on Instagram story. I'd love to see um, all the people listening into the podcast. This week's round four tips. So the St Kilda Hawthorne game was still underway and the Suns and Carlton, but it uh, looks like St Kilda have got over Hawthorne. So I know every every outcome except for Suns and Carlton. So I'll run through from the start. So Port Adelaide VDs wasn't a great game. Um, and the Ds were, were way too strong. So Ds won that one, which I got that tip right. Geelong versus Lions, that was a, 
uh, close game and almost finals like footy. Um, thoroughly enjoyed that. Watched the second half, missed the first half, and apparently it was a close game all the way through. And the Lions, uh, sorry, Geelong just got up, which I got that tip right. So two from two for the start. Sydney versus North. Sydney just got up over North Melbourne. Pies versus West Coast got that one wrong. A bit of an upset there. West Coast have done well to win in their circumstances. Richmond versus Doggies. I tip the Doggies. Um, they're really struggling at the start of the year and uh, Richmond is sort of holding on. A um, bit of a strong performance by the Tigers. So it'll be interesting to see how they go this year. But um, now the Doggies only one win. It's a tough start to the year. We usually see how they go. It's obviously a long competitive season, so you don't want to look into it too much. But uh, it's going to be hard to make the top four, that's for sure. Fremantle versus GWS. Fremantle have had a good start in the end, so they've got a strong win over GWS. I've got that tip right. Essendon versus Adelaide. Essendon just got up. Um, Adelaide have had a, a pretty consistent start to their season, so youngest team of the league. Uh, they'd be pretty happy with their development, I'd imagine. Uh, and Essendon, riddled with injuries, um, have have got up on top, which is a good performance considering they've had a really start, hard start to the year with those first three rounds, so good to get a win on the board. Hawks v St Kilda. St Kilda really needed this performance, I think, so good for them to get a strong win. And then Suns v Carlton. I've actually tipped Suns in an upset uh, Unfortunately, Patrick Gibbs has gone down from a hamstring, as I saw in the first half, so hopefully it's not a big one for him. And it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top in that game. But it was close. I think it was within a goal. Suns might have been up when I last saw. Uh, round five tips. So if you're getting involved, you remember you can get a free four-week strength and conditioning program if you get all tips right uh, for round five, and we're doing this every week. So all you need to do is screenshot and tag on your Instagram or any of your socials and tag us to prove that your uh, rounds uh, of who you selected um, before the round starts, of course. And if you get 999, then we'll give you a free month valued at $99 on our program. So my round five tips, Lions on Thursday night, Lions versus Collingwood. I think Lions will win there. Friday, North versus Doggies. Doggies should win that one, although who knows. West Coast versus Sydney Swans. In Perth, I think that'll be should be a good game. It's always a good contest between those two. I'm going to tip Sydney Swans. Saturday, St Kilda versus Suns. I reckon well, I could go either way. I'm going to go Saints. Adelaide versus Richmond in Adelaide. I'm going to go an upset and, and say Adelaide. D's versus GWS. I reckon Melbourne there. And then Sunday games, Carlton versus Port Adelaide. Carlton will win that one. And Port Adelaide are in it bad place but who knows they could bounce back they're a strong club Essendon versus uh, Fremantle I'm going to tip Fremantle for that one last week I had Essendon but I'm going to change I reckon I'm going to go to the informed Dockers now and then Hawks v Cats I'm going to go for the Cats on that one I reckon in terms of this week's upcoming podcasts we have sean baker will be our tuesday podcast um we inter- i interviewed him on friday absolutely fantastic interview sean's done it all in terms of strength and conditioning he's worked in hockey uh state league um football he's worked in afl both at port adelaide and intern at adelaide football club he's um Currently, he's also worked in cricket. So he's worked in a range of different uh, strength and conditioning athlete development roles. 
and now he's doing great things in the private sector running a awesome facility called Peak Performance Centre and that's based in Adelaide and uh, they've had a lot of high-performance athletes working through there across a whole range of different sports and he discussed that, um, bringing elite training to everyone. So make sure to tune in for that one, whether you're an athlete looking for some development tips. He's got his 10 key pillars in terms of movement, uh, uh, key areas that you want to try and attack uh, to, for your athletic development point of view and then he also discussed a lot of business and strength conditioning learnings along the way both from mentors and from experience uh, and making sure that you get your hands dirty and, and coaching uh, on a regular basis so all the SNCs you'll get a lot out of it make sure to tune in that's our episode for Tuesday he is the founder of Peak Performance. Wednesday's Get Better Plan, great topic. It's on why sprinting is critical for Australian rules football. So for all the AFL players out there, whether you're juniors, state league, semi-professional, um, and the, of course, guys in the NAB league trying to get drafted, make sure to tune in for that episode. Uh, sprinting is really, really important this time of year, and we want to make sure we're getting that exposure uh, in your games, but also uh, on your main training session of the week. And then our uh, Friday live. So for those that are new to the podcast, every week I'll interview someone for, on the podcast on our YouTube channel, and it's a live interview, so you can tune in. It's quite dynamic. You can send in questions via the chat box, and I'll do my best to fit those questions in so you can um, – Get work on your own development that way uh, and specifically ask questions that are relevant to yourself. So this Friday will be with Ben Stanley, the founder of Enhanced Football, and that will be at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So if you want to work on your kicking technique, particularly improving the amount of variety of kicks, which is Ben's a real expert on and it's a strong pillar of his philosophy, then make sure to tune in for this Friday. We've also got a bite-size um podcast episode from our recent collaborative kicking event um, which i hosted a few weeks ago that will be released on friday so if you want to get a bit of a taste of ben's work listen to the podcast on friday it's about a 15 minute episode and then you can tune in and join us and ask questions maybe relevant from that listening um that night okay heading over to instagram now to answer your questions we've had a few for this week Hey, Instagram, and welcome to this week's Prepare Like a Pro Live Chat Sunday show. I will get straight into it. Let's dive into the questions. So first one is from, where are we, from Will Robbo. Will wrote, hey, mate, just a question. Currently been doing F45 for the last couple of months, heading into the football season. What should my typical week look like? Should I continue this training or do more running? Great question and uh, probably quite a common one. Um, for footballers out there, what do you do in season and how much work should you be doing in terms of hitting that sweet spot between recovery and making sure that you're um, going to be peaking for, for that week's game and obviously not trying to overdo it. So it is a fine line. Uh, if uh, what, what typically we want to try and do is not change too much uh, in season. So if you had been doing a lot of F45 type of training, which wouldn't be my preferred option for a footballer, um, then we want to try and not suddenly switch to suddenly doing a lot of heavy weights training. We want to integrate back into a, more of a strength and conditioning program, however, because the earlier, earliest time you start that, the, the better for your career. Bailey, I'll get to your question in a second. Um, 
But yeah, for your main topic, Will, and I, and you go into a couple other follow-up questions like what what are some good ways to improve your power and your explosiveness for football, as well as what type of running um, should you be doing to imp- to run out games effectively. So, um, all three great topics. Number one, F forty five body fit and um, CrossFit. These type of training sessions are not designed for footballers, so just be aware of that. Uh, there can be good experiences and good coaches out there if you just address the fact that you are a footballer. So that way they should be able to adjust and scale the exercises to suit you. So, for example, maybe you won't do a you know a 1,000 skips in that session if that was programmed or you know 500 box jumps. They might give you some different exercises to do, similarly like you, you know taking you out of things like burpees um, because your lower back, shoulders might be pretty beat up from the game early in the week. So scaling that to some different type of movements like maybe some ring rows uh, or a calorie effort on a cardio machine, for example. So we want to try and what we call off-feet conditioning is really, really important. So keeping your feet on the ground um, if you need that extra metabolic conditioning work to improve your aerobic capacity in season, try and keep it with the off-feet focus. So not skipping, not box jumps, not a whole heap of running. Save those tickets for your football training. That's really, really important, um, particularly if you didn't have a consistent and strong uh, strength and conditioning program in the off-season, pre-season. That's where we develop our base. And then once we're in season, like I mentioned earlier, we don't want to change too much. We just want to try and hold on to that base and keep your intensity up so your strength and power is the real focus in the gym. And then on field, we basically just want to get all our work with the footy team, uh, focusing on the technical, technical side. So all the running you are doing during the week is with the football, opposed to doing a whole heap of conditioning away from the football and and potentially uh, reducing your quality of your training in football. So hopefully that helps you. Uh, Will, you can definitely uh, make some gains in that space in season. I have seen that done. so you can you can no doubt get fitter, uh, improve your strength, improve your power in season. You just got to make sure you do that with a periodized plan. So, like I've mentioned earlier in the podcast, lift heavy early in the week if that's something you're used to, and then focus more on your power based work later in the week. And in terms of your metabolic conditioning, same thing. Do it early in the week where you're further away from the game. Um, so hopefully that helps. Um, and if you have any further questions around that, make sure to follow up with us and message us in the. Uh, Instagram or send us an email at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Bailey Mills, in terms of your question, do you have a running block for AFL? Absolutely, mate. You can join our free 14-day trial. Anyone can. You head to the website preparelikeapro.com and that has um, football uh, conditioning training within it. Uh, The way that we do our conditioning in season is we program two running sessions during the week, one on the weekend. However, we preface that if you've got football training to not do those conditioning sessions during the week and if you have a game to not do the conditioning sessions. So those sessions are there for our athletes that are on our program, whether they're in a local club that one of our interns is working with or they're on our online program, which I design. They have the option if they can't make training due to work, study, whatever it might be, they've got a backup option with our conditioning session in Team Builder. So if you want to try that program out, um, will then all you need to do is head to our um, website propellacapro.com and you can download it there it's called the, the page that you need to look for is called the free program uh, and as soon as you enter in your email you get sent a, a team builder easy join code 
Next question is from Alicia Lane. That actually came from our email. She's on our email list um, around, I asked a simple question if to the email list, if you had a magic wand, what would be one quality that you'd want to improve instantly? And Alicia mentioned uh, improving her endurance and um, and she wanted some tips. No worries, Bailey. Um, check it out now, mate, and, and let us know if you have any issues with um, with finding the page. Um, but, yeah, going back to Alicia's question, in terms of good tips around building better endurance, uh, I would typically, from, a, from an endurance perspective, program three to four running sessions a week. Two of those sessions would be threshold-based sessions, Alicia, so focused on we do, a, let's say, a 2K time trial or a 1K time trial, whatever your benchmark fitness test is, and then we, we program out the next eight weeks. Um, if by working out what your time is um, and what that and, and how far you travelled, you can work out your average speed, which we call your maximal aerobic speed, and we can use that to um, for the days we want to run above our average speed of our testing speed, then we might program 120% uh, in our efforts like 200 metres, 300 metres, 400 metres, those, that threshold running, typically that stuff that's really hard, the, the heart rate's really high uh, and the legs are feeling the work from, from that, those repeat threshold efforts. So that's how we have specific targets to your um, level of fitness it also allows us, by using that maximal aerobic speed target, it also allows us to make sure that you're not running above your means. So you're running at a speed that's relevant to you for those um, specific run targets. So um, that's something that's really, really important. You want to be deliberate with your training. We don't want to have any garbage yardage, what we call, with where you're just running for the sake of running. We want to make sure we're really uh, intentional with our uh, intervals and we know exactly what time we should be aiming for on what given session to make sure that the stimulus is consistent for our body and therefore over the eight weeks we just progressively overload so we'll increase your volume uh, we'll we'll increase the uh, sorry we'll reduce the rest period so your density will pull up so you might be doing five 150 meter efforts on the minute in week one and after week four you might be doing five um 150-meter efforts every 45 seconds, for example. So you're trying to still hit those, let's say, 30-second reps if that's what's relevant to your testing pace, but we've reduced the rest period by half, uh, and that will obviously make the training session a lot harder, but hopefully you've built a good base over those few weeks to be able to handle handle that and consistently get good reps out and not change your running gait too much. So it's a sweet spot between um, making sure you've got a deliberate plan the athlete has a clear focus on what they're trying to what they're trying to hit in terms of their targets and their times, and that way it's a good way to be able to get that consistent training under your belt for your body to adapt to. So that's really really important. So having a plan um, to improve your endurance. The good thing, Alicia, is the aerobic energy system is the most responsive to training. So there really is no excuses once you've got a good program in place and you do the work. It's just a matter of uh, being patient and, the, and uh, it will pay dividends. The, the body will adapt and you, you retest and you, and you get a great uh, result. And then in terms of uh, going back to Will Robbo's question, how can you run out gains effectively, that will take a little bit longer. So improving your 2K time trial is, is a lot easier than improving your game conditioning. That can take a couple more pre-seasons. So that's where the consistency is really important. And you'll notice around those the best men and women Footballers, the AFL players around that 25 for, for most of them. Obviously, there's genetic freaks, but the 25 year olds that have done a good five or six solid senior pre seasons, that's when they've hit that level 
um, from an AFL perspective. Juniors and, and state league and community level, um, potentially you could hit the, run out games a little bit earlier because the game isn't as demanding as AFL. So maybe you take that back a couple of years as long as you've started training um, at that level where you're intentional about your, your training and you're consistent with your training. Uh, you're not like a yo-yo where you get a good week and then you have a bad week and so forth. So hopefully that helps. Uh, obviously the big thing this week was improving your endurance running and uh, hopefully those answers helped you out. The best time is the off-season, pre-season. However, as I mentioned earlier, you can improve in-season if you dedicate yourself to it. In terms of a programming update for all those on our program listening into the podcast, we have our speedbound index this week. So for those new, um, Professor Young is where I first heard this um, test from. We're basically team sport athletes such as Aussie League players re- that require speed and power and reactive strength have a greater ability to change direction quickly, which creates more opportunity for players to break the opposition's lines. So think like f- cutting, fading away potentially gaining more meters on on game day performance. So it's a really important test and a method of improving your lower body strength and lateral movement uh, speed is by incorporating bounding into our weight training program. So this is something we've been doing for the last few weeks and I'm really eager now to put it to the test. So the speed bounding index, also known if you want to research it as the sprint bounding index, is determined as how many bounds you do in a 30-meter distance and how long it takes you. So we multiply the bounds by how long it takes to get to the end of the 30-meter track, and that's where we work out your score, and, and we want to try and um, better your score by the end of September. That's the target for those on our program. So if you do join the 14-day trial, um, you'll be doing that test this week, and it's just a good way to see where you're at now and uh, have we got more powerful by the end of the year. So it's a good benchmark uh, for those on our program. That's one area that we do want to improve. Obviously, we specialize in uh, athlete development for junior footballers that are looking to develop. So by having a target like this in season is really important and allows us to stick with our consistency of making sure we're getting in those three gym sessions a week to maintain that good strength base we built over preseason. Uh, and it's also a good confidence booster going into September knowing that you're more powerful Um, throughout the season so give that a crack and let's see how you go this week's review is from our online program ash ludston she wrote prepare like a pro is really easy to follow program with very insightful videos and podcasts i've seen a massive improvement in my overall fitness and strength on and off the field thanks jack so really appreciate that ash all your hard work is paying off you're hitting pbs in how far you're running now in games you tracking using a gps tracker which is amazing to see and uh, you're absolutely smashing the gym as well so improving in all facets which is um all dedicated to your good work so thank you for the lovely review we love reading that at prepare like a pro and if anyone that's listening is on our program um, feel free to give us a review by going over to our google um, business page like i mentioned earlier for those sending in the questions if you're interested in joining our high performance program head over to preparelikeapro.com where you can head to the free program page, enter in your email address, and and you'll get set up straight away. This week's power tip is on 
how every exercise should incorporate your core trunk stability. So we don't want to just think of our core work is thing uh, like is in isolation, like a plank, for example. We want to try and have the attitude that every movement in the gym we can engage our core, even our ones that we're sitting down, like a single leg extension, for example. You can still push your lower back flat against the bench and brace and, and engage your core to make sure your hips are stable and your, and your lower back's in a good position. So bench press, for example, another good opportunity. Make sure you're not only extending through your upper back, but you're also um, in, getting your pelvis into neutral position, so tucking the tailbone and keeping your core nice engaged by screwing your feet into the ground. So every single exercise is really important for all the athletes out there to think of it as a whole body exercise. So we want to be connected to the ground with our feet, we want to be engaged through our hips, and we want to engage our trunk. Now, obviously, the amount that you're activating, the amount of muscle mass that you're recruiting will depend on the movement and the task. So adjust it. Obviously, a really heavy deadlift, you're going to grip the bar as tight as you can and brace as strong as you can for minimal movement through the trunk, whereas an exercise that might be a little bit longer in duration, um, maybe like a lateral squat where you're holding the dumbbell and you've got eight reps each side, you're not going to brace as, as as intensely, but you're just still going to try and aim to maintain good positions. So really important tip, and that's this week's power tip, every exercise is an opportunity to improve your core and trunk stability. In terms of the key topic for this week, for all the strength and conditioning coaches listening into the podcast, so like I mentioned in the intro, team builder, I've been using it for the last four or five years. I was first introduced to it at Hawthorne where – uh, we heard of a few other AFL clubs using it and having success with it, and that's when we thought we'd give it a go. And the players absolutely loved how easy it was to use. They, if you're in the gym, you could follow the app and enter in your data. You could see the history of the lifts that you were lifting in previous weeks, where in the past that we would have to go into the onto our desk and look at the computer in our Excel spreadsheet, so they'd have to speak to the coach. Now they can look at it anywhere, anytime, at home, in the club, and look at how their um, lift progressions are going with things like bench press and box squats. Um, they also love the fact that your all your rehab, your conditioning, and your strength were all in one place. So they didn't have to look at their emails. Um, they didn't have to search everywhere and find um, maybe loose leaves of paper that was in their um, club locker. So it was a place that it was a one-stop shop in terms of location for all their strength and conditioning rehab, which they absolutely loved. From a coach's perspective, it was also easy to use. So rather than us having to collate all the data, we were pretty old school at that time where the athletes were writing in in a sheet their program for every four weeks and then we would enter in the data into our spreadsheet, which worked and it was, it was effective, but it meant that a lot of the time you were spending um, putting the data into the spreadsheet where now with Team Builder, as the athlete entered in, enter into the app we can then um, click a report it's live so it took took away those hours of of um of that labor of putting in the uh, data into the app which meant we could spend more time analyzing both as a coach as well as the athletes they can analyze themselves and ask questions on their progress so so just had a comment come through on instagram so yeah big fan of team builder um, want to make sure that you know we also talk about the cons so <laughs> from a cost point of view um, I spend about $900 a year for the platinum uh, that's Australian which allows us to have up to 500 athletes on the platform um, which for me is good value but uh, it is a cost um, where 
If you use Google Sheets, for example, that's completely free, so that could be an alternative. Um, another con could be if if Team Builder decide to increase their rates or completely change their model, or they go under and they're and they're no longer servicing this product, then obviously, um, if unless we have a good backup option, where we're pretty vulnerable. We'd have to restart and go again and tra- go back to either another platform and transfer our contacts over and restart and lose all our programs. Um, or with from a price perspective, you'd, you'd have to pay more money. So you don't have that control where Google Sheets, you've got the, the price is probably not going to go up because Google's a massive business. They have no need for our um, our business as S&Cs. So it's pretty reliable. It's consistent and um, you have faith that it's going to be around for a long period of time. So that's one con. Uh, it's not something that I'm massively stressed by. Uh, I think the pros definitely outweigh the contents why I'm still using it. And I um, think it would be uh, it would take an immense amount of work to set up Google Sheets for the volume of athletes that I have on the program and the coaches that we have doing their own program as well. G'day, Tommy. Um, so, yeah, it was all good, mate got through no worries uh thanks for asking yeah so it, overall team builder massive massive fan of it for all the coaches out there that are looking at different accounts i haven't actually used any other apps so i can't compare it to another app all i can compare it to is my experience with using excel but um overall i, I would say give it a go i think they've got a free trial of some description and uh, if there's anything that i didn't hit that you want to ask about or if you want to ask how we use it uh, in more detail, feel free to email me at jack at com. More than happy to answer any coaches' questions. I'm also collating, as we've got our new membership coming out for strength conditioning coaches, I'm collating um, some information to help me prepare what we're calling the Prepare Like a Pro Academy, which will be for sports science students, exercise students, anyone that wants to work in high-performance sport uh, and elite sport, but also coaches that might be working in elite sport that want to develop their own online coaching business. So that's what the membership's going to be revolved around. And I want to collate some information. So for all the coaches out there that are working in elite sport or want to work in elite sport and you want to have your own business, um, like I asked the athletes earlier in the episode, if you you had a magic wand and you could cast anything to change in your current situation, what would that be? So would that be um, what's your biggest constraint at the moment? Uh, is it earning more money? Is it feeling more valued? Is it um, having more athletes? You say, is your marketing letting you down? What is the what is a big problem of your business slash coaching career? Is it maybe getting a job in elite sport? It's obviously been quite tricky since in COVID days. So, email me through that. I'm really interested to see what are some common problems in the industry for those working their way up that are new to the industry. Or you can just simply screenshot it and send it to us in via direct message on Instagram, and um, that's another way that you could send it through if you don't want to send it via email. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Remember, we've got our live interview with Ben Stanley at 8.30 p.m. Friday. Hi, I'm Jack McLean, an AFL football strength and conditioning coach, and I want to introduce you to the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Our academy is a subscription-based platform where you can sign up to be a part of our community. If you get to the end of each episode of the podcast and are hungry for more, this is for you. Designed for aspiring AFL athletes and staff, you'll receive heaps of bonus weekly content. Learn who the guests are in advance and submit questions. 
access to our Facebook group with Jack and other Prepare Like A Pro coaches. You'll be able to receive merchandise, program discounts and freebies and get free access to our live events, exercise technique database and much more. This is a great way for you to support the podcast and it helps me with production and release of epic content for you guys each week. Your contribution goes a long way in making Prepare Like A Pro community possible and just for $5 a week you'll have access to all of this special content released on our Academy forums. There's no lock-in and you can cancel absolutely any time.